Welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. Your favorite redheaded boy. Mm-hmm. And he's been... Uh, well, uh, 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 I was just going to say it's been a minute since we talked redheads. Not uh, not blondes and brunettes, but yes, redheads. It's well, we're been... constantly texting each other about blondes and brunettes. Just pictures of the Hemsworths, and we're like, yeah. Look at this one's blonde, and you're like, this one's a brunette. It's amazing. Yeah. The variety of those boys. I know. Mm. There's like a third one that's probably like got a purple hair. We don't oh. talk about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. The redheaded yeah. Hemsworth brother. <laughs> yeah. Clancy Hemsworth. <laughs> Good old Clancy. Uh, so, yeah, as you said... It's it's been a while. That's a song, right? Sure. Yeah, we'll call it a song. And uh, that is because we took our normally scheduled summer break. Mm-hmm. We we're d- just gonna do this, guys. Yeah. Every summer, some chaos happens, and we have to stop recording for a few months. So we're just gonna plan it next time. Yeah. And uh, that way, it won't be as weird when we just disappear and don't say anything. But we're back now, and we yeah. love you so much, and we've got some top-notch Archie content to bring at you. Mm-hmm. Life is just chaos sometimes, and you know who knows this better than anyone? It's fucking Archie. Archie goddamn Andrews. It's Archie goddamn Andrews, yeah. I feel like we're maybe Ooh. a year or two away from some kind of like, oh god, what is it, multiverse story, like movie with Archie and Riverdale, <laughs> where there's like, it's like that, yeah. I didn't watch it, but that yeah, Ryan that Reynolds tracks. free guy movie where all the trailers are just like him getting coffee yeah. while there's like an action movie in the background. Great. I feel like that's basically Riverdale. You know, there's like predators and punishers flying around and shit. And even without the weird crossovers, there's so many ghosts. So many ghosts in There's uh, a lot of ghosts. Like yeah. the per capita ghosts in Riverdale. The amount of mysteries in Riverdale is like, it's like Dexter or Miami and Dexter where there's like 800 serial killers per capita or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, cool, I guess this is how this universe works. Just only yeah. serial killers. It's like, how can one town have 12 different haunted houses and three like swamps with monsters and swamp <sighs> girls in them? <laughs> swamp girls, ugh. Uh, well, that's true. We don't deserve yeah. any swamp girl movies, is the thing. But what we do deserve yes. is what I'm bringing to the table here. Mm-hmm. What would that now, be? I think I mentioned before that I at Kiwanis found a bunch of Archie comics there for sale. I I do remember this, yes. Yes. So I purchased every Life with Archie they had. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Because Life with, Ar- Life with Archie is the best. Um, yes. Maybe second only to Archie at Riverdale High. Yes. And Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Tied for set first. I'm I'm gonna take us through the whole experience of this comic, okay? So I'm looking mm-hmm. at the cover now. It's Life mm-hmm. with Archie. What's the number on that bad boy? Two forty three. July. Oh, that's a good number. And the price on this is sixty cents. Oh hell yeah. I'm gonna open <laughs> now they're like seven dollars at the The little fucking... plastic well, it's one of the like little the thin ones. It's not a double oh, digest. Right. Right. Fair. Or even a digest, I guess. Yeah. It's just whatever isn't that. A normal comic? It's a single live live jest. You worked at a comic book store. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's a good joke, huh? I have so worked the cover, at a comic book store. We see Archie, Jughead, Betty, and Veronica running down a dock as a giant fucking shark Whoa. comes out of the water, biting oh. part of the dock off. Oh, damn. This is their uh, Jaws we, turn, huh? We see a little title thing that says, What was the secret of Skull Island? Probably a big-ass shark, looks like. Now we're going to open this book, and we do see a full-page ad on the inside of the cover that is a, a thousand and one free presents. Oh, is this that Just... shit where you, like, sell <laughs> box tops or whatever? Uh... Or, like, send in box tops, and they're like, you get a machine that turns paper into money. And you're like, what? They just send you a hundred... Uh, I'm sorry, a thousand and one free things. Like, what? <laughs> what? That's a you... lot. <laughs> yeah. They have a list of things. Free food dressing, free maps, free silver polish. Oh. Well, I have uh, been needing to polish all my silver. First aid chart to paste inside your medicine cabinet. Okay. Free booklet about how to be a great babysitter. This is unrelated to Archie, but I just wanted to share the whole experience of this. I've got to read that babysitter pamphlet and know what their hot <laughs> know, tips right? are. Don't put the baby in stove. It's like, oh, that is. I did need to know that. You know what? I think it's a book about how to get free things, maybe. Uh, one of those, like, there's so many free things, but you just have to send in for them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're, we're on the first page of the actual comic itself. Uh-huh. And this does have credits, so wonderful. Mystery of Skull Island was written by Frank Doyle. Hell yeah. Drawn by Stan G. Inked okay. by Rudy Lepic, yep. lettered by Bill Yoshida, the one and only. Of course. Colored by Barry Grossman. Edited okay. by Victor Gorlick. Don't normally get editor credits in no. here. No. And editor-in-chief, Richard Goldwater. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. The date on this is 1984. Oh, shit. Where's Big Brother? <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that great, fucking crossover. Great point. I, yeah, I'm here for that. Oh, yeah. So now we, uh, farm, we see Archie edition. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, I just want like an illustrated version of Animal Farm, but only Archie characters. It's like the um, Garden of Eden Archie animals, where they're like awful lion-faced oh men and stuff. Oh dear God! Or vice versa, man-faced lions. Yeah, oh, peacock <laughs> Veronica <laughs> with no arms. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So we open All right, on. So we have Smash our Cut. four standing on. Well, so no, that was the cover. Now we're back. They're standing on the dock. There's no shark. Right. Uh, don't worry. There's only two panels until the shark shows up again. Oh, good. Don't have long to wait. Yeah, Jughead's holding a fishing rod. Everyone else is just sort of standing there. You know, mm. Jughead loves a fish. Classic. I eat fish. Saying, so yeah, tracks. <laughs> Gee, Ronnie, real nice of your dad to invite us down to the opening of his new hotel. And we see in the background, Lodge Inn. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> I feel like there's something there with, like, the the rest lodge or something. Travel like, Lodge. That's better. Yep. That makes more sense. Yeah. It's a good job. I fixed it for you, yeah. Mr. Lodge. The Lodge Inn sounds like you got stuck inside the fucking hotel and you can't get out. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. So Jughead's like, hey, I've landed something. My line is shaking. And the girls are like, what do you mean? The whole pier is shaking. <laughs> and then a giant fucking shark pops out. Okay, how big like we a talking wooden hunk now? off the pier. Um, 
Is this, this Jaws? Is not, like, level? super huge. It's like... It's not like the Meg. No, it's big enough that it can easily bite this wooden beam of the pier into pieces. Okay, that's pretty fucking big. Yeah, and it just takes part of it off and is gone. Oh, well, that was... Um, at least it didn't try like, to kill the them, yeah. That was crazy. They're like, look, it's heading towards that boat near Skull Island. Okay, Jughead here's my prediction. Wonders, it's a remote-controlled yeah. shark. <laughs> now, Ezra. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, you don't have to say anything. That's just no, my prediction. The next fucking panel, they're like, let's go tell Mr. Lodge about it. And Mr. Lodge is like, hey, look, at Dilton's figured out a way to take control of my remote control car. No. no. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, that won't be relevant later. No, that's just a fun little aside about how smart and cool Dilton is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like, why is Dilton here also? Uh, um, Mr. Lodge and Dilton definitely have like a little partnership for some oh reason. God, that's true. I guess Dilton can just use his magic remote to take control of other things. That's how it works. Universal tell, remote, Megan. Come on. <laughs> they tell Mr. Lodge about the shark. He's like, oh yeah, it keeps happening. This is the fifth time this month it's appeared. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> Three so people have died. It's fucking shark. wild, man. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if it keeps up, I'm afraid I'll have to close the hotel because no one will visit. Uh, hire, like, a hunter. I don't know, man. <laughs> I know. That's, there's a movie Seems about pretty this. pretty extreme. <laughs> also, they're walking on, like, the dock now, and this place is just packed with boats, so it's clearly not that bad. <laughs> it's, yeah. They're like, <laughs> I think Jughead's like, maybe we should cancel our sea cruise, and they're like, no, that would be, like, quitting. <laughs> Holy <Okay>. losers, quit. <laughs> that would be letting the shark win. Yeah. <laughs> we have to spite him We gotta show fun. him that we're not scared of him. And then Veronica's like... Anyways, the boat has a harpoon gun. I know how to use it. Oh. 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 Okay. <laughs> Ron Spencer uh, spring breaks spear fishing off of Bora Bora yeah, or whatever. Apparently. Yeah, They see uh, Jughead. They see Dilton is lingering behind with his little toy car. Mm -hmm. Again, foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> is he like dropping um, it down the dock? He's just standing on the dock with it going in circles, it looks like. That's the most fun to do with uh, toy cars, have it go like, in circles. We planned this trip so you could research the marine life, and he's like, oh yeah, let me put away my toy. He's just so excited about this new toy. Come on. We've all been there. Uh-huh. Dilton, so they, who's uh... made a space door, is so stoked with this RC car. <laughs> He's made portals to another dimension, but this fucking remote control buggy is fucking a thrill ride. Anyway. Yep. So they're out on the boat. We see a shark fin approaching. Uh-oh. Is it just Reggie wearing one of those fucking oh God, probably. strap-on dude? Yeah, we also, someone on the boat, it's that thing where like we see the boat and there's a word bubble coming out of it, but I don't know who's saying this. Oh, sure. But they are saying... It's a shame our stay here had to be marred by that unpleasantness. That's so weirdly written. Who do you think said that? The, oh, the boat? Gang. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's like the king of red yeah, lions up in here. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So next we cut to um, fucking Archie and Dilton are going down in one of those shark cages. <laughs> Why do they have that? <laughs> No. Veronica's like, are you sure that's safe? And they're like, Mr. yeah, Lodge. it's the only way I can complete my project. It's the only way I can get off. I guess. Mr. Lodge is a real James Cameron type, I guess. 
So they go down in this tank. They see the shark. Now, in this panel, the shark looks like three times as big as the tank. Okay. Jesus Christ. So it seems much bigger than it did before. It's like Jurassic World. (laughs) They're like, oh shit, it's that shark. And then it immediately destroys the bars trying to eat them. I assume Uh, they get swallowed whole and it's a whole Jonah and the (laughs) whale situation. They give the signal to lift the uh, the cage out of the water. Mm-hmm. As they're being lifted out, the shark is coming up behind them with its mouth open, ready to eat everyone. As they do. Veronica shoots a harpoon directly into its open <laughs> mouth. <laughs> and then it just swims away. Oh, I thought that was going to be the, like, coup d'etat where it starts sparking or whatever. Nope. Nope. They're like, he's heading towards that same boat near Skull Island weird they haven't been like huh we should go check out why that boat is fine when it <laughs> keeps attacking us Skull island the definitely haunted i don't know but that's where the walrus graveyard is megan <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and then betty's like it's weird that there's no blood and only this oily substance <laughs> jesus christ and then Veronica picks something up, and she's like, this looks like some kind of machine part. Dilton's like, well... But I don't think it came from our boat. Of course, sharks don't have typical blood, more so a <laughs> plasma-like oil substance. And it's yeah, like, I exactly. don't know, man. And then we, you do have Dilton being like, I recognize it. It's used in radio-controlled objects. What? Maybe our shark isn't really a shark. Mm. It's such a weird way to... It's using radio-controlled objects? <laughs> no, it's used in radio-controlled oh, objects. Oh, I thought, Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. And then um, everyone's like, what the fuck? That's a radio-controlled shark? Who would do that? Steven Spielberg. And then in the foreground, Archie whispers to Jughead that they're going to pay a little visit to Skull Island tonight. And Jughead's like, why? Is it a, why are they keeping this a secret? <laughs> I don't know, but then we cut to nighttime. They're walking out to a little rowboat, and Jughead's like, uh, are you sure this is a good plan? And Archie's like, yes, we have to. Also, nobody can know we're doing it. Definitely. So they're taking a rowboat to Skull to Island Skull while Island. there's a robot shark on the loose. At, at night. night. When nobody knows they're going. Mm-hmm. No, this is a great plan. I this, can't see yeah. anything going wrong with this. So on the next page here, we have another full page ad that is, uh, it says, reward, $3,000 for this oh, penny. Oh shit, dude. That's a lot for a fucking penny. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of text that I'm not going <laughs> to read. We do have a shark-themed word search. Oh, very good. An ad for Archie's adventure series featuring... Steel Sterling and the Blue Ribbon. Oh, my favorite characters. And then another ad that just says, Strong Arms Make All the Difference. Only $5. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I'm not sure if it's an ad for, like, arms that you put over your arms or, like, an exercise plan. It's definitely inflatable arms. Like that one SpongeBob episode or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and if you have $5, you can get hot arms, I, I like guess. the implication that you could change the world if only your arms were a little bit stronger. They yeah. make all the difference. Now, it says strong arms, but there's also a picture of leg and front and back, so... Oh, who knows? I don't know. Maybe it's like a Stretch Armstrong ad, and they had a typo. 
Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. All right, so we're back to the comic, though. Mystery of Skull Island Part 2. Oh, I was on tinterhooks the... waiting for this end of this cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the boys approach the island. I guess they got there with no incidents. Oh. There's a sign <laughs> that says, warning, <laughs> keep wow, out. it literally wasn't a problem. Nothing went wrong. Yeah, nope, no I thought I was joking, all. but... <laughs> nope, totally fine. It just says, keep out. Yeah, there's a skull and crossbones. Good uh, thing they beached right near that sign and not anywhere yeah. else. And on the jagged rocks. I don't know how they beached there, but they <laughs> did, I guess. Uh, they're like, hmm, not too hospitable. And Jughead's like, yeah, maybe we should leave. And Archie's like, no. Hmm, maybe there's a reason it's called Skull Island. The moon is out, so they'll be able to see their way around without a flashlight. Good. And then uh, they find less illustrating the shark fucking laying there. And they're like, weird. It feels like plastic. I guess it's a robot. And it's I don't know. On the land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like God, don't. It's boys. the weirdest response because Jughead's like, ah, I almost stepped on the shark. And then Archie just starts touching it, and he's like, yeah, it feels like plastic. Gotta be radio controlled. Yeah. While he's doing that, though, because sharks usually see... crawl up on the land to sleep at night. <laughs> Like, to make a nest under the trees. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. How much does Jughead really know about sharks? I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, like, a shark expert for some reason. Yeah. Well, while Archie's feeling the shark plastic, uh, <laughs> it's a, good a band guy name, or album is name. coming up behind the rocks, and he's just got a fucking gun. <laughs> oh, baby. Life I with Archie, motherfuckers. It's my favorite shit. Yes, I know. Yeah. It's like when they have a gun in Pokemon, and you're like, whoa, shit just got real. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, and he's like, put him up, you two. <laughs> he takes them somewhere, uh, and there's just some guy standing on a dock putting something into a boat. Drugs, probably. Or, I guess taking something out of a boat. Jughead says, look, the boat is unloading something, and Archie says, whatever it is, I bet it's illegal. Great. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he's got a gun on you. They don't just do this when they're unloading, like, milk for orphans or whatever. Yeah. No one can so know then... we're this charitable. <laughs> he, like, takes uh, he takes them to their captain, evil captain, I guess, who's just, like, really intricately drawn, and he's got, like, an evil mustache. He's, like, out of Rex Morgan, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Like, from Mark Trail has stepped into this comic. And the guy's like, I found these two snooping. They rode out here. And he's like, what'd they find out? Then Archie's like, I'll tell you everything we found out. Don't do that, Archie. <laughs> we found out why you're using that phony shark. You want to scare people away from the area so no one will know what you're up to. And the captain's like, bright boys. Too bad it's going to be the last thing you find out. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Archie. Like, you never uh -huh. tell them what you... All right. Um, but then the captain is also and we'll stupid. And go with you to of... a second location, too. <laughs> instead of just shooting them with the gun, he's like, get in your boat, row back to shore. We'll kill you and with our like... shark. <laughs> and they're like, uh-oh, I don't think they're letting us go. Oh, no. So he tells the henchman, whose name is Zach, I guess. Oh. <laughs> all right, Zach, get in our boat and start the shark. Is that Zach with a K or with an H? Okay. Oh, well, you know, that's the evil Zach. Yes. He says, 
This time, when the shark gets through chomping them up, it should scare everyone away from here for good. So does the shark actually eat people? I know. Yeah, how does this work? It's like one of the machines from Horizon Zero Dawn. It, like, feeds on biofuel. <laughs> uh, so they're in their little rowboat in the middle of the water. The shark's coming at them. Mm-hmm. Jughead's like, the shark may not be real, but those teeth are... <laughs> It Fair. lunges, mouth open, about to kill them both. Mm-hmm. When what? It stopped. What's going on? Uh, uh, what could be happening? I don't know. It turns around and heads right back for the evil boat. Oh no! Just, it's it's like that scene in Mad Max where he goes to kill the bullet farmer, and you just see like explosions and hear screams, and the boat's yeah. gone. Yeah. We do see the shark take a big chomp out of the boat, and the guys go flying. And what? all the other guys are gone. I don't know what happened to them. They, just, they were like a bunch of guys unloading stuff. They are all hiding on the island, probably. <laughs> I mean, that seems like the smart thing to do here. Yeah, honestly. So then the Coast Guard rolls up with the rest of the gang on it, and they're like, you're safe. Thank God. Yeah, thank God you didn't fucking tell anyone what you were doing. I know. I don't know why that was the plan. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And then Archie's like, something saved us just in time. What do you mean? Betty's like, it was Dilton, you dumbass. Yeah, and it was also the shark. Like, even if you didn't know Dilton did it. <laughs> yeah. And there, Dilton's like, yeah, I just had to figure out the shark controls, and I used my magic remote. Right, my universal remote. Archie's like, how did you know we were here? And they're like, Betty saw you leaving. That's really fucking lucky, guys. Yeah. And then the Coast Guard boat goes and picks up the dope smugglers. Oh, so it was drugs. Yeah, wow. it's just a fucking boat full of drugs, and they pull a gun out, and this is an Archie comic. Wow, all right. Mm-hmm. The Coast Guard is like, we've been after these dope smugglers for some time. It's- thank you, Mr. Lodge. And then Mr. Lodge is like, don't thank me, thank the kids. Like, why did they thank him at all? I don't know, because you brought <laughs> these smart teens to do our job for us. Why? How... How did the cops not figure this one out? Like, this one seems really obvious. Like, <laughs> the cops were like, yeah, I don't know, I guess it's just a weird shark. Let's not look into that at all. Hey, what's up? <laughs> that boat's been there for, like, months, uh, Freddy, and it's like, I, I don't know, man, there's a shark you know, in the way. I would take a boat out there to investigate, but sharks, yeah, you can't. You can't. There's nothing you can do against a shark. The sea. What am I going to do? Arrest the shark? Yeah, right. You dumbass. Put it in a jail cell? Come on. It would die. That would be cruel. <laughs> That's cruel and unusual. And cops can't do anything cruel or unusual. No. Wow. What a so, fucking trip. To close. Yes, please. All the gang is just hanging out again. They're all given a gold medal. <laughs> Betty's like, this has been an exciting vacation. Why don't we do something normal for a change? And they're like, yeah, let's take in a movie. Veronica said, Great idea. Let's all pile in my car and head for the local cinema, which seems like an unnecessary amount of explanation. Yeah. Um, it's like something. But anyways. It's like something a teenager would put in their first story they wrote. <laughs> yeah. And then we see a panel of them driving to the cinema, which is like, again, why? <laughs> on the drive, they, they listen space. to Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. It's like, I didn't need that much detail, but thank you. So they're like, I wonder what's playing. Oh Who my cares? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then they pull up to the theater, and do you know what's playing? Maw? Like the off-ran Jaws? <laughs> You're close. Jowls in That's, 3D. What is it about a fucking bulldog? Like, nope, it's the shark. No, 
Shark don't have towels. <laughs> like that's and they pull up God. and they're all like, "Oh no!" Because I guess they don't want to watch that. Oh, it's the only movie too. Yeah. Wow. So that's the end of uh, the secret of Skull Island. I mean, that was some fucking secret, dude. Yeah, dope smuggling. I love that they just call it dope. That's so wild to me. It was the 80s. It was. No, it's true. That's when they didn't... I don't know if you know, but wasn't this when they had the, like, Green Arrow comic where his ward got, like, addicted to heroin or something? Oh, no. Is that a thing? It, it's a thing. There was, like, a uh, Speedy, the, the Green Arrow's sidekick, got, like... Whoa. Yeah, he, like, had an OD in this era. Holy yeah, shit. It, what? It was insane. Like, look this up if you guys haven't seen it, but there's, like, a comic book cover of him walking in on his ward doing drugs. It's rough. Green Arrow, you say? I think it's Green Arrow's... Yeah, Green Arrow and his sidekick Speedy, I think it was, or Speed ball or some shit like that also speaking of jaws this summer they're re-releasing it in imax which i'm definitely gonna go see that shit well, yeah, i just started typing this into google and it auto-filled <laughs> speedy green arrow drugs yeah 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 it's fucking wild oh, dude wow. yeah yeah i gotta look at this shit again holy shit dc attacks youth's greatest problem yeah drugs snowbirds don't fly that's the name of the issue what of the, the story fuck? yeah there he is he's like got fucking he's like tying off and there's like holy heroin shit on the table in front of him and it really the sucks fucking green lantern yeah. over here. It's like, <laughs> look Christ. at this ollie your fucking boy's a loser it's like god damn how what are you doing i love how uh green arrow is just saying my ward speedy is a junkie no! Oh, no! Yeah, it's rough, man. <laughs> the 80s. That is rough. Yeah. Okay. So, wait, before we move on, yes, though. Yes, please. The only other comic in this comic book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Wonder Car Rides Again. Is this like the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang ripoff? No, like... it's like Kit or whatever. What is that car? Oh, Knight Rider. Yeah, Kit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like that. And it does reference... Because it's Rides Again. So this is C issue number 240, Life with Archie, which I also got at Kiwanis. Oh, fuck yes. So, so that'll be a two-part or something. So we're going to do a two-part Wonder Car, just full episode in the future. Hell yes. Um, also, quick correction, the Snowbirds Don't Fly, the special, very special issue of DC Green uh, Arrow was from 71. So not ah. the 80s, but eh, it was bad. It was, it was near. Same mindset, I feel like. I gotta read this comic. This is fucking wild. I haven't read it. I've just, Jesus. I learned about it when I worked at the comic book store. So, yeah, man. It's pretty wow, crazy shit. Wow, is he just slapping him in this picture? Did you see that one? Uh, I don't know if I did. Let me go. Let me, all right, no, <laughs> hang on. We're going to take a quick diversion to talk a, about like Snowbirds a... <laughs> Don't Fly. Oh, I think he's, yeah, yeah. There, he's definitely slapping him. They say it'll kill me, but they won't say when. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the first panel of the comic or something. Yeah, I love this idea that if someone in your life has a drug addiction problem, you should react with anger and hatred. Yeah, uh, you should be very ashamed of them, too, because they definitely wow. aren't Wow, go ahead, that. hit me. Maybe that'll make you feel better. Fuck! How about this uh, cover <laughs> where it's uh, Green Arrow holding Speedy while in the background, Green Arrow screams into the sky, and then 
even further in the background, there's a giant hypodermic needle in the faces of people who have presumably been killed yep. by overdoses. Yep. And the caption, more deadly than the atom bomb. Fuck. Yeah. It's rough, man. Oh, man. Well, this is a future episode. We're just going to do... We'll do a, a bonus episode about this this comic. Yeah. Because this, this is, is fucking uh, insane. Yeah, I'm so glad I got to expose you to this. I never, had no idea. never heard of this one. This one's insane. Okay, but that'll be a very different, very special episode. Yes. In the meantime, let's go through some lighter shades of drama, because I have prepared yet another edition of Archie, The Married Life. Now, the is this the never-ending episode... series that will go on for the fullness of time, it feels like. <laughs> is this the episode where Archie gets a heroin addiction? And... It's actually Jughead, which does make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's kind of the uh, addictive personality in the group. That no. is true. No, it's no this, is, this is Archie Marries Veronica number five. There's a whole lot of shit going on. I barely remember where we are. Yeah, But basically, say. in the Archie Marries Veronica timeline... You know, there are some constants. Jughead and Midge are getting married to save the chocolate shop. And Archie is trying to find these lost memos that detail what's going on with Memory Lane and Yellow Woods. Oh, God. Moose is running for mayor and Reggie is helping him with that. And Veronica and Archie are arguing and Betty thinks everyone hates her because no one talk to her or something it's a whole you'll no, pick up most yeah. of it as we go well, well in media res uh. yeah exactly uh so we open on archie digging through the trash uh mm-hmm. at lodge industries he is staying late looking, looking for, for drugs like a junkie looking for drugs yep in the trash uh he's looking for paper copies of the secret memos since he says all the computer passwords have been changed um, oh. Which is like even did yours, you my dude. Did you have access to them before? Yeah. I, when did they change? <laughs> Seems like a very recent thing. Yeah. And presumably he would need to use a computer to do his job. Well, I assume he just wouldn't have access to those files. But why would they need to change anything? Because he never had know. access to them. Maybe he's like trying to hack into the mainframe or some shit. <laughs> yeah. He finds a PB and J in the recycling. And has an inner monologue about how he and Ron have been on the ropes lately. Like, he's like... What does this have to do with a PB&J? Well, you'll find out in a second because he pulls a piece of paper out to clean off the peanut butter and realizes he cleaned his hand with a copy of Memo 4448. Oh, shit. And he has learned the truth about Yellow Woods and Memory Lane, and he runs off to tell Ron... Cut to the Lodge Manor, where Hermione finds Ron, I guess, in the attic. Like, it is not clear, really, what she's been doing. Uh, But Ron's, like, in the attic with a bunch of papers at a desk. Hermione's like, hey, you okay? They chat about how Ron and Archie have really been avoiding each other lately. And when Mm -hmm. they do see each other, they've just been arguing a lot. Uh, Always great for a marriage. Definitely. It creates a really wholesome and uh, supportive atmosphere when you're constantly fighting. Yeah. Hermione is wondering if there's anything else on her mind, if there's like a real thing that they're fighting about. And Ron is like, oh, no, no, you know, I'm fine, because she doesn't want to say that dad, your husband, is driving us apart. Not easy to talk about. Definitely not. Uh, Through a flashback, 
kind of in her monologue sequence, we see Ron like hacking into Hiram's laptop and she has now learned about the uh, <laughs> Yellow Woods memory lane project. Huh. And then Hermione like goes to make coffee and we learn, yeah, this is when we fully learn that Veronica's learned about the secret memos and she's got like a plan. We see two like two copies of the memos on a pile of what just say deed on them. So I don't know exactly what she's getting ready for. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, downtown, Jughead has purchased Pops, question mark, and it's having its official grand opening as Jughead's. I don't know when he changes the name to Juggies because he Hopefully does. Hopefully never. Hopefully never. Jug serves Moose and his yoga blind yoga girlfriend oh, Ilana yes. some omelets. Uh, there's Did a you goof. say omelets? Yes, I said omelets. Uh, a <laughs> a burger omelet and a vegan omelet. Ew. And burger an everything omelet. And then there's a joke about how Moose has the vegan omelet and Alana has the everything. And it's like, whoa, whoa, what? Uh, Moose is getting what ready. What is the vegan omelet made out of? That's a good fucking point. <laughs> like, I, I guess know you could do like not egg, but like, you know. Egg substitutes exist, but I kind of feel like an omelet is just egg. It's mostly egg and like onion usually. Uh, yeah. And, and cheese, which also... <laughs> I mean, you could make a vegan omelet, but, but it seems like, like a just... long road to walk. Yeah, I I feel like, in my experience, mm -hmm. substitutes for cheese and eggs aren't as good as just having things that were never cheese or egg to begin with. Yeah. And are vegan. I agree. I don't know. Vegan listeners, write in. Tell us about your omelet experiences. Are we off base? I'd need to try a vegan omelet, like, next to a real omelet, honestly, because I feel like, depending on it, it could hold up, but I could see some real stinkers happening, too. Yeah. I feel like you need so, to understand food chemistry to a level that a lot of people don't. I certainly don't understand it well enough. Yeah, same. And I'm uh, a chemist. So, <laughs> so uh, we learn that Moose is getting ready for, like, a big rally, uh, an election rally, and picket... Pickens Park or whatever it's called. Uh, yes. Yes, where they're always cleaning up. Uh, Midge and Jughead dump some exposition. This is how we learn they're actually just renting Pops from Pop. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird... They're okay. like, oh, we've got to rent until we hear about the loan because they can't buy it until they get the government small business loan or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Archie comes in and orders a breakfast sandwich and tries to talk to Jughead. Don't forget, in all worlds, mm -hmm. uh, Jughead is angry at Archie, it seems like. It seems uh, fair. I don't know. Archie's This one, it seems fair, yeah. He's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed. Oh, so he's Archie's mom now. Yeah, or his dad. You don't know. That's mom language. That's fair. Archie is like, hey, man, uh, I'm doing my best. I've got a plan. Just give me some more time. Jughead's like, I don't have much time, which makes it sound like he's dying. <laughs> yeah. It's not Miss Grundy over here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, Archie, or I'm sorry, at Lodge Industries, Archie catches up to Ron in the elevator, and he very smugly presents his Jesus. copy of the secret memo covered in peanut butter stains. <laughs> She's um, like, yeah, I fucking know, dumbass. Yeah, he even, like, pulls it out, and he's like, here it is. And she's like, oh, you must be so fucking stoked. 
dude? And he's like, I'm not. But now you have to see. And she's like, I know what kind of man my dad is. The thing is, I don't get stoked when it's confirmed that he's a bad person. Yeah. Which is a great point that Archie has not considered. And he just doesn't and won't. No. She leaves to go confront Hiram. Archie is like, oh, maybe I did fuck up a lot. And in Hiram's office... He's very smug as well. He's like leaning back in his chair with his <laughs> God. his hands behind his head. It's great. He's like, oh, hello. Nothing like a early day to start to make you sleepy at night. And it's like, you're all right, dude. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> yeah. He's like, nothing like an early day. Uh, Jesus. An early start to the business day to tucker you out at night. And I'm like, anyone who uses the word tucker cannot feel villainous to me. Yeah. No. So she's like, hey, I know about these memos and how you're going to be destroying a bunch of shit that means a lot to me and the town. And he's like, sentimentality is the enemy of progress. And, you know, that whole villain speech. He's like, one day when you're okay. running the company, you'll leave your emotions at the door. And it's like, Do you- Jesus. <laughs> Do you remember that one comic we covered where... There was a big tree that he was going to tear down to build a mall. And then Betty, not Betty, Archie and Veronica were just like, ah, yes, got to kill the old to make way for the new. I'm glad your dad understands. And that's how they got him to save the tree. I do remember that. And he named it like Old Tree Mall or something. I feel like they need to employ that method right now. (laughs) Their method, the method Veronica is about to drop is not much smarter. Um, (laughs) It's pretty fucking great because it really shows how stupid Hiram is. Yeah, sentimentality is dead, and she pulls out a gun and shoots him. (laughs) Oh my god, that's why I'm now in charge. Yeah, this is my lodge industry now. Jesus, that would be intense. Okay. um, You know you want it to happen. She pulls out a briefcase and then just opens it onto his desk. And there's a gun in it. And she dumps a ton of papers just onto his desk. And she's like, (laughs) this is how you run a company ethically and intelligently. And then it just like cuts to the Pickens Park for like a scene where (laughs) Reg and Moose have a last minute conversation. And then Moose goes up to the stage and then it just cuts, smash cut to Jugheads. And it's like, oh, (laughs) Jesus, where a dude comes in and orders a burger. And it is the... Do you remember the fast food guy that Archie literally the, like, bumped into? The guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They bumped into it at the food expo. And he's like, I'm looking for the next big thing. And then Archie it's was burgers. like- Yeah. He's like, I know a good burger. And he's like, burgers, you say? <laughs> now, that might go over well in America. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm. Um, so he talks about how cute Riverdale is. He's like, mm, puts a warm feeling in my stomach. And he's like, jugging. <laughs> It's okay. like, oh, wait till you try my burger. And so he takes a bite and he's talking about how great the burger is. And he says, what if I told you that this is worth millions, which seems like a big promise. <laughs> it's also like a burger. I don't really understand, but okay. Right. Uh, he's like, this place has franchise written over it. And then he just like leaves his card and runs out of there. And it's like, whoa, dude, you literally ate like two bites of this burger and just left, which seems weird. 
But at that point, Archie walks in and it's like, did you guys plan this? Yeah, weird. Jughead is like really suspicious of all of this. And he's like, so it's just a coincidence that this dude knew my last name and he's a fast food franchise expert. And Archie's like, really? What a small world. I just told him a good burger. And this point, Jughead kind of figures out that Archie's helping him. And instead of pushing it, he's like, okay, how about a burger, pal? And it's like, oh, they're friends again. Yeah, that's kind of nice. It is, actually. Back at the park, Reggie sees Ron sitting sadly on a bench, and he goes mm-hmm. to check on her. Yeah. She talks about how she's in a bad mood and how she's lonely, and she's like, I won this big victory against my dad, but I don't have anyone to celebrate it with. So and what she- is the victory, though? We have not we learned yet. yet. Okay. We haven't. We know that- say, I don't understand what happened. I mean, she's like, I have a bunch of papers, and it's going to stop the development of Yellow Woods and Memory Lane. And then it just cut to the fucking park, and I was like, oh. Uh, Ron hugs Reggie, and she looks like she's about to kiss him when Reggie is like, whoa, hey, (laughs) uh, you're one of my best friends, and I know I play a heel most of the time, but I'm not really a monster. He's like, don't get me wrong, you're great, and I love you, but you belong with Archie. Uh, who happens to be sadly walking by in the foreground. (laughs) Oh, good. And then he's like, go to your husband and figure out why you're both so sad right now. And she's like, oh, thank you. I'm going to do that. Interesting. Reggie sits down and he's like, oh, so stupid. (laughs) It's like, no, that was a really sweet thing you did, Reggie. Yeah. Betty walks by and she's like, did you just do a nice thing? And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? She's back for her mom's birthday, oh, and then okay. she's like, I thought this big party was for me, and it's like, that's weird. That? It says mayoral rally, and really big, <laughs> we literally see a hot air balloon that says moose on it in the background, which like three panels before she says that. Um, they decide to, like, sh- they just leave. Like, uh, she's like, you want to help me drop stuff off at home or something? And... So they and just that's leave. a hookup invitation if I've ever heard one. I know, right? It's like, God. I guess everyone's got to be paired off like in a Shakespearean <laughs> comedy. Uh, in the foreground again, we see Archie and Ron are making up. They like hug each other. And Ron seems like she's about to apologize. But Archie rightfully goes first. Yeah, as he should. And he straight up acknowledges. He said apologizes for forgetting that Hiram is not just, as he puts it, some faceless corporate boss, but he's her dad. Oh, that's actually meaningful. Yes. And she's like, you know, I, he's like, even if I don't agree with what he's doing, I can't disrespect him. And she says, you were right about everything you said. You just kept saying it the wrong way, which is also actually very good. Yeah. It seems like a pretty reasonable take on that. Yeah. And uh, he asks, he's like, say, I saw you go into his office. What did you uh, talk to him about? (laughs) And she makes a Godfather reference, an offer he couldn't refuse. Cut to the stage where (laughs) Fred Mirth. Cutting. Oh, Fred Mirth. Mayor. The Mirth uh, of a Nation. Fred Mirth. (laughs) uh, Mayor Murray Ruskin and Hiram are having a villain chat. Oh, good. Is it Uh, dramatically lit? It is actually. It's very good. They're on. A, they're in a band shell, and they're like in the shadows of it. I love uh, it in the back. So Fred is angry that Lodge is pulling out of the Memory Lane project after 
Fred Murth spent all his money buying the property, which is kind of a big dick move. Well, uh, Fred Murth is a villain, though. So no, it is. It is Hiram. This is I this is my favorite name part. My child, Fred Murth. <laughs> so bad. Fred Murth Brooks Plank. <laughs> um. So this is how Ron saved the day. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Hiram's like my daughter pointed out that we already own hundreds of acres and we're just gonna build the property and the condos on the acres we already own. Are you fucking owned. kidding me? No. That's it. He's like What? She, she's like when I know uh my daughter what? did some research. Apparently the Lodge family already owns hundreds of acres around town and it's like, why did you not know this? <laughs> And when they were, like, setting up this project, they were like, okay, we want to build some condos. There's all this vacant land, but let's not look into that. How about we tear down the beloved heart of Riverdale instead? The magic street that takes you back in time. Let's get rid of that instead. And you know that would have some kind of bizarro shit happening, like somebody's kitchen would be, like, further down the street, so every time they went to, like, the bathroom, it would be oh the my 40s, God. but the- Yeah. It's like time bandits. It's just, like, weird shit happening all the time. They're always late for appointments and yeah yeah no it'd be fucking great um so yeah <laughs> mirth is like dude my property is like worthless now and we were supposed to be partners and he's like i don't need a partner they didn't and then have the any mayor paperwork or whatever it's a good point they didn't like, have any contracts you, i guess yeah the mayor is like a bunch both of, of you shit without shut like, up yeah yeah, the mayor's like, both of you shut up. This is a disaster. You haven't even been able to bankrupt the chocolate shop. And it's like, okay, this seems pretty blatant. <laughs> like, well- <laughs> I don't know why the mayor wants that to happen either. He's like, fucking hate Pop Tate. He bullied me when I was a teen. <laughs> yeah. I, also, ironically, he looks like Pop Tate without the mustache. Like, literally. <laughs> the mayor is like, I'm nervous. People are actually listening to Moose. They're they're starting to uh, ask why I'm letting you destroy the town. And it's like, yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah. What do you tell them? Uh-huh. Like, what is the excuse you're giving? And then, this is the best part. Fucking Hiram says, what is it? Uh, he, I control this town and City Hall. And it's like, Whoa, okay. And then the mayor says, blast it. I'm the one who's taken bribes, broken my oath, betrayed everyone who voted for me. I'll go to prison if and then they realize that he, the mayor accidentally turned on his lapel microphone. Oh, my God. And everyone in the crowd just heard what they said. Oh, my God. Yep. And that's the end of the issue. Oh, fuck. I'm it glad ends, only the mayor's going down on that. Like It ends with Fred Mirth pointing out to the crowd and being like, they've heard everything. <laughs> and the crowd just like, there's a lot of shocked faces. But it's really funny because it's like Coach Cleats and Clayton are pissed. They're like yelling at the <laughs> stage. <laughs> it's really great. They're like, <laughs> if... I, as a coach, can hold my principles in the face of constant bribery. (laughs) I expect the mayor to. Central High is always trying to bribe us to beat us in football and stuff. Also, Ricky Mantle looks pretty upset, too. 
Yeah. But yeah, there you have it. That is Archie Mary's Veronica <laughs> number five. Amazing. To, to cap it off and also lead into our final segment for this episode. Yes. Uh, I have a, a little bonus quiz question for you. Oh, good. So we haven't gotten... This isn't a couple issues ahead, but I thought you'd be able to get make a good guess at it which is one of the campaign slogans for moose's mayoral race so you have four options Uh excuse me i won't punch you in the face if you vote for me hometown boy hometown values god i hate that one riverdale born and raised yeah i hate that one too (laughs) he'll fight for your rights and fight is in all caps Uh uh-huh And big as a moose, quiet as a mouse, which I, that seems like a (laughs) negative one. Makes sense. (laughs) So which do you think it is? Hometown boy, hometown values, Riverdale, born and raised, he'll fight for your rights, or big as a moose, quiet as a mouse. I'm going to go with fight for your rights for 200, please. Ooh, I'm sorry. That would be A, hometown boy, hometown values is the real one. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) Isn't that terrible? It's really bad. Okay. My second choice was the Riverdale raised one, which is the same thing, but at least doesn't sound like he's going to hate crime me. <laughs> <laughs> His dad doesn't like run a law firm and will make sure he can get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now this pivots nicely into the final segment, which is a reworked segment that I've done before. Instead of the irregulars, which is what I was going to call this, this is now you, what is it? <laughs> So you think you can arch. Uh, where <laughs> Is that it just... what it was? Yeah, that's it. Probably, <laughs> <Okay>. right? <laughs> All right. So we'll this is just going to be some some quiz questions, just testing your Archie comic knowledge. Okay. Based on how that last one went, it'll be bad. So we have four questions from most uh, a lot of corners of the Archie universe. So mm-hmm. the first one. We all know that Archie's cartoonist friend Chuck Clayton made his debut appearance in the 70s. But what Archie comic title did he make oh. his first appearance in? Archie, B, Pep Comics, C, Life with Archie, or D, Archie and Friends? I'm going to say Archie and Friends. Oof, that is C, Life with Archie. Damn it. Really? Yeah. Life with Archie? Actually, yeah. I know. I was surprised by that, too. Wow. I thought it would have been just like a normal Archie comic, too. Yeah, Life with Archie's that whack shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. Waldo Weatherby is Riverdale High's wackiest veteran. What branch of the armed forces oh did the God. bees serve in? A, the Army. B, the Navy. C, the Marines. Or D, the Air Force. They can't possibly have been a Marine. What's your guess? Oh, God. <laughs> the Army. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cooper, what is it? Cooper says the army. Oof, I'm sorry. It was Damn the it, Marines. Cooper. He really? was a Marine. It was the Marines? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my know. god. I'm double checking that. But I'm yeah, he was, I'm pretty sure he was a Marine, which is great. Okay. <laughs> Googling this. Yep, former United States Marine. What? Yes. When, when is that? I don't know when that is ever referenced. Okay, ready for the next question? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Jenkins was a member of the Riverdale High School facility until he 
faculty, sorry, until he suffered a nervous breakdown and was forced to, to leave to receive treatment. What was his position at RHS? Wait, who is this? Mr. Mr. Jenkins was a member okay, of the RHS faculty. Okay. Yeah. A, English teacher. B, woodshop teacher. C, guidance counselor. Or D, groundskeeper. Now, his name doesn't have a clue in it, which is annoying. I know. Normally they do. Is his first do. name like Woody Jenkins or like Groundskeeper Jenkins? Uh, I don't think he was actually given mm. a first name from what I could tell. Yeah, say, he's just referred to as Mr. Jenkins. I'm going to say Guidance Counselor because they couldn't come up with a way to make that a name. So they hey, had hey, to hey. pick a real name. You got it right. <laughs> nice. According to Wikipedia, he was an old man with a white beard oh. uh, who ended up suffering from a nervous breakdown. But he's currently in the hospital and seems to be responding well to treatment. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Wikipedia entry for Mr. Jenkins. I fucking love this shit. Okay. Last question. What was the original concept for the character that would become our favorite nerd, Dilton Doily? Was it A, Alfred Einerstein, <laughs> B, Theodosius Tadpole, Jesus. C, Nedward Poindexter, Jesus. or D, Ignatius Weedley? So again, the original <laughs> concept for the character that would become our favorite nerd, Dilton Doily, it, was it A, Alfred Einerstein, <laughs> B, Theodosius Tadpole, C, Nedward Poindexter, or D, Ignatius Weedley? I'm going to go with Ignatius Weedley. <laughs> it is it is Weedley. Weedley. Uh, does that change your answer? <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. It's wrong, clearly, but I don't know what is right. I, I'm sorry, you are wrong. D would you like another guess before I tell you what Dilton's name originally it... was? <laughs> right, what were the other, the other ones were... Theodosius. Alfred Einerstein. Is Theodosius it Alfred Tadpole. Einerstein? I'm sorry, it was Theodosius Tadpole. God damn it! <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy to learn, but that is the uh, that is my the gospel truth. Fred Mirth and Theodosius, Theodosius Tadpole. Tadpole. I was like, why the fuck Tadpole? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Also, apparently, he was renamed Dilbert for a little while. Which, oh, thank God. And then that other comic came Dilton. out, and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, Scott Ad Adams sucks, though. <laughs> okay. Backtrack, backtrack. So there you have it. That was uh, that was a wow. tough one. You only got, you only yeah, got one of those a right. Bad job. But to be fair, Archie Comics is in most cases stranger than fiction. So I it don't is... believe that Mr. Weatherby was in the Marines. I think this is a uh, Skinner. <laughs> oh, an <laughs> arm and Tanzarian. Yeah. yeah, it's like mm. uh, or King of the Hill, where there'll be a flashback where you learn that like Bill Dotree was like hot and ripped, and you're like, what the fuck? This doesn't square with the person I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm on the Wikipedia page that says citation needed, so... Mm. <laughs> Wait, really? I didn't notice that. Uh, this is the HeyKidsComicsFandom.com. Oh, okay, I see. Wikia. Uh, so. well, this is a bonus bit of trivia. I did not know that uh, Coach Clayton's first name was originally Floyd, which just seems oh, wrong. Fun. Yeah. Good uh, for Floyd. Floyd Clayton. And that'll just about do us for this episode of the Riverdale High. What is AV his first Club. name? 
Harry now. Harry. That is yeah. better than Floyd. It fits him better for not some reason. Not that Floyd is a bad name, but Floyd Clayton does not have a good No, roll. I think it's it doesn't the double roll off y. the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes, so this is going to do it for us here at the Riverdale High AV Club. Thank you guys so much for your patience with us uh, with our summer break. Yeah. It's been a nut house over here where <laughs> we are. It's been a real nut. It has been a real nut uh, <laughs> where we are, and we just needed to catch our breaths. But we, we will be back. We look forward to doing this. We have missed doing this. We sure and have. You can expect to hear our mellifluous voices bringing you some wacky, archy hijinks every other week from now on. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything before we start getting into our recommendations? No. Just okay. my recommendation that I remembered before the episode, definitely. Don't worry. I just remembered we do this. <laughs> I have one ready to go if you would like me to start. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so this is a book that I actually gave Ezra a copy of to read. Ooh, um, I'm, yes, it's so good. I don't know which one. I've given you a few books. This is self-published Kindling. Oh, different one. Yeah, what were you thinking of? My Heart is a Chainsaw. Oh, God, that one's so good. No. <laughs> yeah. This is good in a different way. So this is a nonfiction. It's a memoir of a homeless bookstore owner. Yes. So it's written by Mick Everett. And you can get it on Amazon because it is self-published yeah. um, through Amazon. <laughs> so it's print on demand. And that's probably the only time I'll recommend buying a book from Amazon. Yes. Uh, as opposed to anywhere else. And Unfortunately, just, that print on demand is a nice little bonus. <laughs> yeah, it is a good yeah. feature. Yeah. So yeah, it's about, it's a memoir of somebody who opened a bookstore and then lost their financial stability and became homeless while still owning and running this bookstore and just what that was like. And it's just an eye-opening experience of how homelessness isn't necessarily what you think it is. Sure. Which I think we all need to face and probably most people are really only a few steps away from homelessness at any given time. You just don't want to think about it. Yeah, um, definitely. Because homelessness can mean like living on your friend's couch for a few weeks, right? Like it, it's not just you camp right. out by the river or whatever. So you don't have a place to call your own. Yes, but it's a great book. It's pretty short, and I highly recommend it. Um, and it also made me think about owning a bookstore and what that might be like. Yeah, because totally. it sounds rough too. Yeah, that, I yeah. think at one point good, she good was talking about. Um, yeah, I just need to sell like 20 books a day to make a profit. And then the guy was like, that's a lot of books. And she's like, is it? Yeah. And then when you're owning the bookstore, you're like, that's a lot of books. Yeah. No, as someone who's worked in a lot of bookstores, uh, unless you're like the bookstore in town or something like that, or like a, you know, old staple kind of thing, it is, you don't sell a lot of books. Sometimes you only sell like a book a day. And think about how many times you've gone into a bookstore to buy books, right? Like, yeah. Probably a couple times a year. Yeah. It's not a lot. No. I mean, unfortunately, where I live now, there's not a ton of bookstores, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've also thought about how much I want to support local bookstores more, which I already did know I wanted to do that, but... Right. Yeah. No, I... So, that's, great book. That sounds like a great book. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I've been burning through movies on my breaks at work, so nice. I'm going to go ahead and suggest uh, some synergy with that one. I was actually recommending this to Megan uh, and their wife few weeks ago. Um, it is the John Carpenter film, They Live. Oh, uh, yeah. This is such a good movie. If you if you know John Carpenter, you know it's going to be a good movie. 
This is his story with Rowdy Roddy Piper, the wrestler, who originated from this movie, the line, I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. About a drifter who kind of shows up in not really clear what city. It looks kind of like an L.A., San Francisco area. Mm -hmm. He shows up in the city and he's, you know, trying to get a job. And he's just really you're seeing how unkind the world is to people who don't have jobs or people who don't have places to call their own. And he kind of ends up getting a day job working on a construction site. And one of his coworkers takes him to where he's staying, which is a uh, where he's staying, which is a homeless camp. Mm -hmm. And also his uh, friend played by Keith David is from Detroit, which is where I live now, which is fun. Yeah. He's like, I got a wife and kid back in Detroit. I'm sending money to. And slowly over the course of the course of the movie, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, whose character is, I think, only called narrator or nada. That's it. Nada. He ne- his name is never given in the movie, which is fun. Yeah. Starts to realize that most of the world and especially the upper class elite is actually run by these malif- malicious space aliens that are controlling normal people and keeping us down and most of the world's problems including homelessness and uh, racism and the disparity between the classes is because of this manufactured uh, kind of society for these malicious aliens and it's a really great movie it's got an awesome score because it's John Carpenter Yeah, it's got one of the most famous fight scenes in history where I think it's literally 10 minutes of Rowdy Piper and <laughs> Keith David just beating the shit out of each other in an alleyway <laughs> and it's amazing and also John Carpenter uh, hired a lot of homeless actors or just homeless people off the streets to act in this movie and gave them a paycheck and a place to stay and food while they were working. Wow. Which I thought was a pretty classy thing to do. Yeah, I didn't know Um, that. Yeah, so They Live by John Carpenter. It's just such a blast. It's also just a really fun movie. So there you go. Awesome. Awesome. Good pair of recommendations. Yeah. So... Yeah, we can start doing our wrap-up. This has been the Riverdale High AV Club. As always, you can find uh, everything we do at our website, RiverdaleHighAV.club. That's got links to our social medias on there, as well as our email and links to our Patreon, which if you'd be so kind as to check out, we would really appreciate. And any support you can give is very highly appreciated, but of course, it is not necessary. If you do decide to support us, you'll get some fun extra bonus content um, at any level. And Megan and I are going to get back on that boat soon and start yeah. releasing some new stuff. We have a we have a few episodes up there that are very fun. Uh, there's an episode where we talk about the movie Predator. Uh, about the there's an episode where we talk about one of the best episodes of television ever uh, for oh, Twin yeah. Peaks. And video games, video games and things we really enjoy. I talk about Mm -hmm. dinosaurs for like an hour at one point. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, go ahead and check that out. And then I'm going to do a personal plug because I have started doing this. Go check out my Medium account. I only have uh, one story posted up there right now, but I'm going to try and post at least one story a month. And uh, yeah, that is Medium. Uh, and my account, I believe, let me double check, it is Ezra BP. Um, and we'll have that link in the show notes for you, too. Yeah. Or just my name, Ezra Brooks Plank. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. That is everything I have. Do you have anything else, Meg? I sure don't. 
Awesome. Well, as always, this has been the... Er, yeah, <laughs> I forget how we end the show. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> this has been the Riverdale High, High AV Club. I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the chocolate shop. <laughs>